Welcome to the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Mary Westcott, a mother, wife, and mom boss. This podcast is all about helping women to build a path to chase their dreams while becoming a greater version of themselves. Every Monday, join me as I will deliver a strong dose of inspirational topics from how to become a priority in your life to creating a strong bulletproof mindset for success. If you are a busy woman on the go who is in need of a simple pick-me-up, a dose of inspiration or motivation, look no further. Come join me on the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. Looking forward to meeting you soon, beauty. Hello, my fellow mamas. Welcome back to another episode of the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. Super excited to have you guys here. I have an amazing guest. Her name is Hina Fatima. She is a trauma and anxiety relief coach, NLP master practitioner, trained suicide prevention specialist, trained harassment prevention specialist in Fresno, California. Hi, Hina. How are you doing today? I am doing well. How are you? I am good. Just enjoying the nice little warm weather that we do got. (laughs) Same here. Uh, And thank you so very much for inviting me. Yes, I am so glad to have you here to speak to my audience. So let's just get right to it. So as your bio says, you are a trauma and anxiety relief coach. Can you tell us a little bit more about your background and what that is like? Okay, yes. So basically, you know, as a trauma survivor myself, I have come to realize that it's it's a topic that's not talked about a lot, especially women, because our traumas are sometimes too painful and we don't find that safe space where we can talk about our issues and without feeling judged or without feeling that somebody is kind of belittling us or we feel guilty about it. So I decided to create, uh, you know, my own coaching business as a trauma and anxiety relief coach in order to help women and men as well to deal with trauma. So basically, there are three main symptoms that I have come across, fear, guilt, and resentment. I think these three are very classic symptoms of trauma and trauma. A lot of times people think it's just mainly maybe uh, some huge uh, uh, abuse incident or maybe trauma such as maybe you had a car accident or maybe you were neglected as a child, you know. And we don't realize that sometimes everyday small activities, which are not actually small, but they do leave a very uh, tremendous, uh, you know, negative impact on our emotional and mental health, such as um, stuff like bullying, you know, Um, we sometimes we don't realize that we're just making fun of somebody or body shaming somebody or just making fun of somebody because of their financial or their social status, you know, or their educational background or where they come from, you know, or how they look. This leaves, you know, very, you know, everlasting scarring effects. Uh, in the same way, betrayal and, you know, betrayal comes in many forms. You can feel this abandonment when you as a child, when you were neglected or maybe you you were part of a dysfunctional family, you know, or you ended up, you know, I know a lot of times you end up in a foster care system or your parents are divorced, drugs, alcohol, you know, stuff like that. So all of this leaves the child feeling vulnerable and they somehow feel that it, they are responsible for it. You know, so this is a huge trauma. And once we grow up, we feel we've overcome it, you know, but it comes back. 
In the same way comes abuse, harassment, you know, uh, in the same way comes, you know, harassment and abuse, emotional abuse in relationships, you know, with partners, with, with your boyfriends or with your spouses or uh, whatever relationship, sometimes even parents, you know, so teachers, friends, you know, they can betray you. There could be uh, things happening in your life. So these leave scars on your soul and they need to be healed. You know, okay. I myself being a trauma survivor without going into much details, I'll just say when I went in for therapy, I realized that whenever I talked about it, you know, so the other person therapist is basically listening to me they can't they don't understand my pain and then they kind of uh, there was this one therapist who said okay so uh, who said something which made me feel like as if I was at fault or maybe and I was very young at that time you know I was hardly I think 15 16 years old right and then I never went, went back to that therapist because I didn't go there to feel ashamed of myself right, right. I went there so that I come out feeling stronger and so that's why I kind of created this space where women and even men, because a lot of times we underestimate the traumas men go through, you know, uh, we kind of assume that they man it up, you know, they man up and they don't share. There is abuse and harassment happening with men, especially as children. We think it's happening, the Me Too movement, we think it's happening mostly with women, it may be. 80%, but then there are 10% men out there as well, right? So these are things we need to talk about. Right. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that. Oh my goodness. And like you said, with the men, you know, they actually hold in a lot of their, you know, emotions, their mental state. And honestly, I believe they go through more than we do because as women, we're so used to expressing ourselves regardless you know, as moms, as women, you know, but as men, you know, they grew up to not show emotion, not to cry, not to do this because it's a sign of weakness. But in all reality, if you look at us, we're all human. We all are designed that they way. Show it, they show it as aggression because that's right. what man is supposed to be. And then they become abusers. You see, uh, we exactly. don't realize when our, our men, our brothers, our spouses our partners our people are in our neighborhood there's so much anger there's so much resentment there's so much that they need help too you know we a lot of times we just start labeling people you know and right. women become victims and men become these narcissistic uh, personalities you know and it's I think it's high time we need to start talking about mental health and you know and stop labeling people because a lot of times these very normal emotions of anger of sadness of anxiety of having fear of of being scared of what's, what's coming you know of being traumatized of our past of what happened to us or with us so all these uh, you know emotions they're pretty normal and if when we start labeling people with that okay he has anxiety disorder or he has or he or she has a clinical uh, depression or they have you know anger issues so what we've done is we've made up our mind that these people cannot change right and even people like when you put labels on them it's automatic that they start believing that's who they are so right. if I am an angry person, I start believing that's who I am because that's how I was raised, you know, and I try to figure out how to live with it or how to control it. But still, I somewhere I feel that I'm one 
angry person you know right. so we need to stop putting labels to people unless you know you really do have symptoms and you need to go and see a doctor and then the doctor diagnoses with you okay so you have bipolar or you have anxiety you know so my everyday anxiety or my everyday feeling of maybe low mood does not diagnose me with depression does not mean that i may have bipolar or i may have a personality disorder because it's only human to feel angry and to feel sad and to be there be days where you're very confident and you're excited and there be days where you don't want to get out of bed okay yes. so this is a normal behavior that we all have you know so labeling it with okay this person is narcissistic or this person is is bipolar or this person has these anger issues or they're simply abusers you know i feel we need to stop doing that and start looking into where it's coming from and start talking about it and right. stop you know stop the shaming that we do it because when we do that what we're doing is we're not allowing the other person to come forward and share their pain yes i agree with you on that one because myself included i have done that and the results are like terrible i became really depressed I started to have anxiety. I started to, you know, become resentful for things and got frustrated and annoyed with everything around me, you know, and it's a very important thing to start talking, having that person that you trust, or maybe a therapist, maybe a doctor, whatever it may be, but someone that you know that you can trust and that has that support for you, that you can talk to them about things. And it's very important to do so. And so with that, Trauma and anxiety, you also mentioned about your background. Can you give us just a little bit more detail on your background, your trauma and your anxiety and how you became who you are now? Yeah, so it's very important for you to never give up. For Mm -hmm. me, one thing that was sure was that every day is a new day and I have a chance to be a better person every day, you know? And I don't let myself dwell in whatever negative or low situation I am for more than even a day. Sometimes a day is is the max, you know, but it wasn't like that always. As a child, I was harassed and then I ended up in a relationship which ended. So and then I became a doctor. I'm originally from Pakistan, so I became a doctor there. And after becoming a doctor, I came to U.S. Although I was educated, although I was fluent in English, but the culture shock still of moving from Pakistan to California was huge. And then it was a marriage. You know, even if you're in a love marriage situation, you have adjustment issues. So it kind of took me three, four years to settle in my marriage, you know, and then take in all the baggage that I was bringing in from my past, which brought in all that low self-confidence with me. Although I was a doctor, but, you know, on a personal level somewhere because of my failed past, which again is not failed because you learn from it. You know, now I think of it, you know, 15 years old or 20 year old or 25 year old is very young you're not mentally mature enough to understand what's happening. So even consenting to something which you don't understand and you don't understand its long-term consequences, you know, now I understand that I just didn't know, I just didn't understand. So blaming myself or even blaming the situation or my circumstances takes me nowhere because I just dwell in it. 
and it just makes me sad and just makes me angry. I can't do anything about it right now. It's all a story now, you know, and that's what I tell my clients that all of your past is actually a story. It may be real to you. It is real. It feels real. It actually did happen, but it's like you're watching a movie. When you watch a movie, you feel it. You feel the trauma. You see the horror. You see the pain. You sometimes cry with the characters in the movie. You sometimes it makes you angry. Sometimes when you stop watching the movie, the effect stays for a few days. But then what happens? You go like, okay, it's over. You know, it, it doesn't stay with you. So you have to, and then you, you, because you're watching a movie from the outside, you are sometimes able to analyze that this character should not have done this way, or this character was messed up, or this character was too compassionate. You know, you are able to analyze the situation. You are able to analyze people's behavior. And that's what we need to do with our lives. Look back and just analyze, you know, without judging people. The thing is, there's an NLP presupposition that everybody has their own map and the map is not the territory. What is the territory? Territory is the world, it's the reality. And the thing is, we all have our own perceptions of it. So when we start judging or we start accusing people of say, um, you're looking at my hand, but you're seeing it from this side. And I say, oh no, Mary, you're, you're wrong. My hand doesn't look this way. My hand looks like this because I can see it from this side. And I don't see this, I don't see my ring right? I don't see mm -hmm. the nails. And I'm, I, I'm arguing with you that, mm -hmm. hey, Mary, you're wrong and you're lying. But there, on my hand, there are no nails just because I don't see nails on the side. It's a palm, right? So right. we all have our own perspective. So when we stop accusing people or blaming people, okay, the, my mother did this, my ex did this, my siblings did this, my friends did this, they did it because they came from a certain perspective they had a certain understanding of that situation they had their own background you know we give meaning to our situation the way we understand it so if you understand a certain situation in a way and the other person doesn't it's okay yes i love right? that and when we change that story we change our present and again, that's what I tell my, my, my clients also, your past and your future, both are stories. Future mm -hmm. hasn't happened yet. I don't even know even like one hour after right now what will happen. Mm -hmm. I know I have plans that I have to go and pick up my daughters from school, but I don't know. Maybe I will be able to go. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll ask my husband to go. Maybe something comes up. So whatever I'm thinking, it's, I'm creating. I'm creating stories. I'm just planning. It hasn't happened till it happens. And yes. when it happens, I have the choice and the power to control it. Oh my gosh, that is so powerful. And it's so funny that you said that, that analogy, that's exactly how I picture my past, how I picture my life. It's like a movie. Literally, like you said, those characters in the past were either too compassionate or too this or too that because you can analyze now and you can learn from it and change that directory into something different. And I love that. So my last question I want to ask you is what is one big piece of advice you will love to leave with our mothers? You're not alone. Never give up. And being a mother is a big responsibility, okay? Own it, own your life, own your stories. Don't run away from it. 
your children need you they love you and they love you the way you are okay sometimes we women tend to be too self-critical because we want to be that perfect mom okay i've had this one mother who was so depressed that she was suicidal and when i said when she told me that and i was like what about your kids and she said well my husband will marry again you know and they will have another mom you know so what you know my kids will be okay without me and i was like imagine if your mother did what you're thinking to do how even if your mother was very bad you didn't like her how would you feel do you want your father to bring another mother in she's like no okay that's how how you are to your kids your kids love you the way you are they don't want another mother they love right. you with your flaws they love yeah. you with your imperfections we need to start doing that too we yes. need to understand we're human perfection isn't for us we're not god we're not angels amen oh my god human goodness. is to err we're to make errors and we're to own them and we're to learn from them and we're to seek forgiveness for them yes i agree with you that is so powerful hina thank you so, thank you much. so much thank you so much for being on here and spreading so much value this is one of the most powerful episodes I can vouch for right now. Thank so you far. so much. And so where can everyone find you and connect with you? Okay. So I am on Facebook uh, by the name of Heal with Hina. That's my kind of, uh, my program. It's a coaching program. My website is still under construction, but I am now, I do coaching on Zoom as well as on, um, through, um, I'm, I'm now beginning to, since COVID is going down, so now I'm going out and beginning to meet people. I do have a meetup group as well. So meetup is a website, so you can go in and you can find Fresno, Clovis, Trauma Heal, something, a coaching, something like that. And you will find my group there, so you can join that. And I do kind of free sessions there. And I'm on Instagram also with Heal with Hina. So that's where you can find me. If you want to email me, reach out to me, you can just email me at... Uh, D-R-H-F-A-T-I-M-A-N-L-P at gmail.com. So it's Dr. D-R-H-Fatma, H for Hina, and then Fatma at uh, N-L-P at gmail.com. Awesome. Everyone, I will also put all of her information down in the show notes so you guys can actually get a hold of her, connect with her, bond with her. If you have any questions about anything, if you want to learn a little bit more about her background and things where she came from and tips and tricks, you guys do not sleep on this. She is such an amazing person. She has all the tips and tricks that you can possibly ever have. So Thank you for being on the show. I appreciate you being here and we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Okay. This episode was so amazing. Wouldn't you agree? Want to hear more episodes like this? All you have to do is subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss out on a guest episode just like this one. If you found value or inspiration today, don't forget to leave a rating on iTunes and or feedback in the comment section. Looking forward to talking to you soon, beauty.